0: Between the family gatherings, get-togethers with friends, and work or community-related parties, it often feels like we're jumping from one holiday eating occasion to the next. And if you're like us, that also might mean some stress and even guilt about indulging in less healthy foods, and what you might have to deal with in January. In today's episode, we're talking about holiday weight
1: gain, it's a lot less than you probably think, and how to ditch the holiday guilt. Let's dive in. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is. (laughs) I wish everybody could see the look on Carolyn's face as she says that because it is laden with sarcasm.
0: Yeah. I mean, holidays are great, but it is the most stressful time of year, I think, for most people.
1: I actually was thinking as I was driving into the studio today to record this episode, I was like, when am I going to get my work done? Right. Yeah. That's it's what that's what's other... keeping me up at night right now because the days are
0: packed with all of these things. Yeah, and that's the thing about the holidays. It's not just like work stress. It's like you're tired or stressed physically, mentally, yes. psychologically. You're just, you know, you feel feel pulled in different directions and We're just so
1: stretched thin. And and oftentimes it's like, okay. I did my grocery list, I am going to the grocery store, I'm working on my Christmas gift list for all the people, and then, you know, my brother texts me, I need to talk about what your girls want for Christmas. My mom's like, all right, when are we going to go get our nails done before Thanksgiving? Okay, like and, and obviously these are first world problems, but still, it's like there's already a ticker tape going, and then... Other people's, you know, stuff comes in to your realm too. And so basically I just feel like a juggler and I still am getting back to when am I gonna get my work done. Yeah. I'm gonna have to start getting up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. No, now you see why I do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what we're talking about today is maybe a stress you don't automatically think about, but it's one that I know personally um weighs heavy on me, and that's kind of just like the mental burden that all the unhealthy eating I'm doing during the season um, and, you know, eating those less healthy foods and maybe not getting as many of the healthier foods, it's just guilt or worry or stress internally. And it almost feels like, okay, we're in December. There's not much I can do, you know. Right. And, you know, and then – you know, for a lot of people, that channels into weight gain or their clothes are fitting tighter. And, and that adds to the stress or mental burden of holiday eating.
1: Yes, like we love the holidays for those traditional dishes that are our favorites, that have a lot of memory behind them, or for something that we're really excited to make for the first time that is most likely a little bit more indulgent that we might have on a regular old Tuesday night. But if you're like me, at least, I, it's very easy for me to get into the mindset of, well, this is how it is now, and so this is how it's going to continue to be.
0: Yes. It's not going to change. Or well, there's not much I can do about what I'm eating for the next two weeks. Right. So Let's just
1: let it go. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, is that when we started to look into it, Because we automatically were like, okay, so let's take a look from our very, like, science-forward brains. We wanted to see what holiday weight gain really looked like. What has it been studied? How much is it? You know, are we going to talk about this topic and just say, look, accept the five pounds of weight that you're going to gain, and we're just going to work it off in January? Yes. Like, like I legitimately was like, Carolyn, do you think, like, that that's what we're going to be telling people? Yeah.
0: Well... And I, people are going to be so excited about what we found. But the media really puts it out there like you are going to gain five to 10 pounds during the holiday period, which most of the research studies and, and the articles out there on holiday weight gain refer to that holiday period from Thanksgiving to um, New Year's. Okay, so that six, probably six week window usually in there. Um, that's what they're referring to as kind of the holiday period. But what I found when I dug into the research is that it is much lower than what I thought. In fact, according to the New England Journal of Medicine in a study they did, um, the average holiday weight gain is 0.81 pounds. That's 0.81 pounds over those six weeks. Which is not even a full pound. Shocking. Yeah, not even a full pound. But what I also thought was interesting that they brought up in the article or in the study is that the subjects that they were following and looking at believed they had gained four times the weight that they really did. So let's say just for ease, they felt like they had, you know, gained four pounds. They really only gained one pound. Isn't that interesting?
1: It really is. And and actually, it makes a lot of sense to me because I often have those moments where I'm like, man, I mean, I really probably have, like, gone off the bandwagon here, and if I actually, like, step on a scale or put on my pants, well, they fit the
0: same. Yeah. And when we're talking about weight gain here, we're not talking about bloating because – Yes, And that's probably more what gets us worked up internally when your pants feel a little tighter or, you know, the scale. I I advise not getting near the scale during the holidays, especially if it's going to cause you stress. Um, But it's just not accurate because you're eating these richer foods, these higher sodium foods, you know, um, and your weight, you're going to have more water retention. You're going to have more bloating, and that's going to elevate the number on the scale and... Stress you out. Stress you out. Yeah. So what we're talking about here
1: is fat gain. In that same study, they also found that less than 10% of people gained more than five pounds. Yeah. So there were obviously some outliers of of folks who gained more. Remember, like, that was the average weight gain was under a pound. But still, less than 10% of participants gained more than five pounds.
0: This is really refreshing to know. It kind of makes me look at holiday eating in a slightly more positive light, or just just like kind of a a weight taken off. Like it's not as detrimental as you feel like it is sometimes in your head.
1: Yes, exactly. Like when you show up to the holiday gathering and you'd see no vegetables. Yes. Like, yes. I need to tell myself, like, barley, it's going to be okay. It's okay.
0: It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay They don't have kale.
1: yep <laughs> I'm gonna have to that's gonna have to become my yeah. mantra.
0: And I think why this why holiday eating and indulging is partly a stress is because, um, you know, part of the holidays is this food, this food that we look forward to all year that we rarely ever have. And that's part of the enjoyment. And then we do need to enjoy it. And I think part of us knows that, but then the other side of us is saying, you know, you have overindulged so much. But Experiencing guilt from all that you've eaten over the holidays or just how less healthy your eating habits have become maybe in the month of December is not likely to change our choices for the better. True.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah,
0: and it can actually backfire, you know, kind of makes you just want to throw up your hands,
1: right? which and isn't say, a good thing. Let's just start with the pie and roll roll
0: right Cape through rolling. the buffet. Yep, and, and just do it. Well, and the other thing is, is it can keep you from enjoying the season in as well as enjoying those holiday foods. That's so true.
1: Like that you you just have this like underlying crankiness. Yeah. Going on. And Yeah. And because it's stress and guilt and probably coupled with some lack of sleep and being overextended, but really If you can reframe your brain and you can say, look, most people are really gaining very, very little weight at the holidays. And so I am going to enjoy this season. I'm going to enjoy the memories. I'm going to enjoy the family dishes that I only have once in a while.
0: Go easy on yourself, ease up on that guilt. And that's our goal in doing this episode. For y'all today. So we're gonna give you some tips for how to enjoy the holidays from a food perspective. Kind of how to how to enjoy them, how to find a healthier balance and ditch some of that guilt. So before we dive into these healthy tips,
1: uh-huh. I want to ask you a question. Uh oh. What's something that you always do during the holidays to kind of like bring yourself back to center?
0: Oh. I, you know, I have found when I can make myself do it is really maintaining my morning workout. I love getting that, that that, it really determines my day. I'm so much more centered. I'm so much more mindful when I can get even just a little activity in and kind of just collect my thoughts in my head, you know, and just it makes a huge difference for me. And that so when I when I exercise and we're gonna talk about exercise in a second I really do it now more for that benefit in December yeah rather than like anything else yeah
1: yeah just like for that like mental health uh-huh. aspect uh-huh. I'm with you like totally with you absolutely exercise just for the mental health part is huge for me and um, I also like to try and bring something to gatherings that. I really want to eat and it doesn't have to be on the healthy scale Mm. and it doesn't and you know and sometimes it is sometimes it's a salad that may have some kale in it but sometimes it's also just like a side it's a it's a side or a dessert that brings me a lot of joy
0: and so I just want it to be there and make sure that I I get a chance to have it. I love that. And we're going to, I don't want to give too much away. We're about to get into the tips, but I do want to tell people up front we are not about to tell you to lighten up those traditional recipes because that is not something we necessarily suggest. So don't worry. We're not going all typical dietitian on you. No, absolutely not. All okay. Right. So, first tip identify what holiday foods and drinks mean the most to you. What have you been looking forward to? all year long because chances are you don't love all food holiday food equally or consider them necessarily worth it to you but what I have found is it's very hard to be mindful about your food choices and what you're eating and picking up you know when you're at a get-together and around people and you know during the holidays so this really helped me one it kind of eased the guilt of like Yes I'm gonna indulge in those things that really mean the most to me but what it also did is it kind of it helps me become more mindful during December like when the cheese straws are just sitting there yes you know or then the you know rosemary pecans that coated in butter you know are sitting there you know if that's not one of my foods why am I why am I picking it up You know, I want to – I'm not saying don't eat any of it, but it just kind of
1: was a little – But you might have a taste of it versus a handful of
0: it. Yes. Right. Yeah, and just kind of remembering, oh, yeah, I don't – you know, or picking up that cookie, like, is it really that good? You know, if it is, eat it. But if not, a lot of times I found myself just mindlessly eating. Yes. So doing this, identifying the holiday foods, really helped me when it came to – curtailing I'm not gonna say stopping curtailing my holiday mindless eating a little
1: yeah I, and I I mean I will say my brother and I always come into the holidays with like we have to have this like it is not Thanksgiving without mm-hmm. it is not Christmas without and it's it's kind of nice like when especially if I'm if I'm hosting a holiday it's nice because I know like exactly what has to be and then I can have fun with the other stuff or like my mom can try another recipe with the rest of the spread but she knows like these specific like appetizers or sides or whatever have to be on the table and then we all inhale them because we're so excited to have them right you know so and and it's worth it yeah all right tip number two Stay active. Yes. And it is not to burn calories. Exactly. I was going to say the advice is actually the reason why is surprising.
0: Yeah. You can't. Research does not suggest that you can sweat out all the holiday calories. Yes.
1: Exactly. Like Uh, going crazy, extra crazy in your workouts is not going to cancel out what you have or plan to,
0: yeah. Eat. And really, that is not a healthy mindset in itself, right? Um, Very using unhealthy. exercise to try to cancel out overeating, um, you know, you shouldn't shouldn't use exercise as a punishment,
1: yeah. Or using food as a reward for what you yes did in terms of activity,
0: yes. Yeah, the reason why we're saying stay active. I mean, yes, it is good metabolically to get activity to stay physically active, but. It really has to do with the mental health aspects that you get from just moving, even 10 to 15 minutes, squeezing in a walk. Um, you know, it, it improves your mindset, but it also boosts your energy, lower stress. Um, it can even improve your digestion a little. You know, so I, you may not be able to maintain your regular workout, mm-hmm. but just getting some activity in and I have to remind myself of that because I have that all or nothing tendency and I'm like well I can't get my usual workout in today so you know what's the point of going for a 15 minute walk I really have to tell myself you know have a talk with myself
1: yeah well there's also a study too that looked at activity in folks between Thanksgiving and New Year's and half of the group was active and the other half just i'm assuming just wasn't, right? And what they found was that both groups gained about the same amount of weight in that time period. Yeah. So
0: that's not to say don't exercise actually, right. but we're saying, you know, don't use exercise as a tool to prevent prevent holiday weight gain. We're right. saying use exercise as a tool to boost your mental outlook, help you, you know, feel more grounded for the day you know collect your thoughts so that you can go into some of these more stressful or hectic situations a little better
1: yeah up your serotonin yes yeah tip number three
0: it's okay to say no to things
1: i feel like this has become more popular in recent years or maybe that's just the filter on my instagram that I get this kind of messaging. This is a skill that we need to always practice all year long, and we really need to practice it at the holidays.
0: Yeah, but it's really hard during the holidays. And because of traditions and, well, family expectations. Yes. And traditions and, you know, you don't really know why you're doing this. You just do it because you've always done it. Yes. Yeah, and I, in, in a way, um, COVID may have helped this a little or helped people maybe the people that can't say no or aren't good at saying no helped it a little because you know last year we really were kind of confined to our immediate family so we we didn't have the family get-togethers or these expectations um of everything being the way that it's always been yeah and I hope maybe that we carry a little bit of that with us but I do know. Once I became a mom, that's where it really hit me. Um, Just, you know, that I needed to say no to some stuff around the holidays, in particular, because, you know, if Mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. (laughs) It's so. It's so true. And when I get stressed, that impacted everyone in my house, and it still does. Still, I had that. And then I got upset. You know, babies are crying. And I'm like, you know, I remember thinking, like, why am I doing this? You know, and is this really good for my family? But I'm doing it because we've already always done it. So I'm not saying ditch everything, but I did kind of start to look at things from a different aspect. Like, what is best for my household? You know, we're going to find a balance in there.
1: Yeah. And and I think that, you know, that shift into becoming a parent definitely forces you to – make those choices right like christmas dinner at eight o'clock when you have a six month old and dinner is not at your house or wherever it is that you're staying like i'm sorry that's a hard no my you know yeah because what am i supposed to do with my baby but there are also times in life where like you don't have to be a parent right no to start to have those you know kind of like epiphanies or boundaries or whatever um And the value in saying no is that hopefully it helps you manage your stress. Mm -hmm. And that stress, you know, is what can help or not help, is what leads to sometimes making less healthy food choices or ditching your morning workout. Um, And it also impacts those hormones that can prompt your body to start storing more belly fat. Yeah, stress
0: triggers the cortisol. Yeah, which we don't need any of that right now. Um, So, yeah, and, you know, again, going back to social media, I think social media kind of makes people feel guilty for saying no because you see all these pictures of these perfect family gatherings, tablescapes, homemade food, kids that look so cute with these holiday homemade treats. And, y'all, so much of that is not, not real. Real. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. But set try to say no to things that you realize bring you stress. And it may be something little. It may be something big.
1: And don't bring you much joy at all. Right. Yeah. Yes. All right. Tip number four. This is a quick one. Don't wait until January. It sounds a little cliche, but let's just remember that once – if you feel like you've gotten really off track – any day is a good day to start getting back on track. And you don't have to get back on track in all the ways, all, like, perfectly. You know, if you remember no. when when we interviewed David Katz back in season one, he was like, look, take one thing that seems to be, like, in the worst shape for you. And maybe that's sleep right yeah. now. And just focus on that one thing.
0: Well, I tend to be very guilty of this because – I have that all or nothing tendency, so you know if I overdo it, then my tendency is okay. Well, I overdid it. You know, how much difference can today make in really undoing what I did? Um, but you really, the most crucial thing is to just get back on track with your normal routine, your normal eating habits. It's just one party, one meal. One day you overdid it, and I'm not saying be perfect the next day, but, you know, don't feel like you just need to throw in the towel with all your healthy eating habits for yeah. your own.
1: Well, and also we've talked about before about how sometimes those healthy food choices, like those really nutrient-dense foods, the benefits to your body and your brain of eating them last over the course of a couple of days
0: yes so we tend to focus solely on the foods we shouldn't be eating yeah and you know um, I learned this from my inflammation research really like one of the first things I tell people to do is focus on those key good foods right we tend to forget those we're so focused on what we need to cut out or not eat so you know get your leafy greens in get your probiotics in you know yeah you're not you're Also, pairing that with maybe less healthy foods, a little too much alcohol, whatever. But that doesn't mean you just totally skip the healthy things. You know, keep working those things in. Exactly. All right. Next up. Okay. Maintain your intermittent fasting if that's something you currently do. Um, And I thought this was interesting. There was a study that came out a few years ago where they looked at using intermittent fasting to manage holiday weight gains during that six-week period from Thanksgiving to New Year's. Um, And what they found is that intermittent fasting, and they were using a 5-2 method um, where you eat normally five days a week and two days a week you fast. They found that... Um, It did appear to support weight management during the holidays. They even had a few people lose weight during the holidays. And let me note, these people were still enjoying the hot festive holiday foods on those five days where they ate. I I love this. Yeah. Um, But what they also found is that the intermittent fasting during the holiday season also had positive effects on your metabolic health. So your insulin, your fasting glucose, your triglycerides, you know, LDL, HDL. Um, In fact, the people who um, fasted during the six-week holiday period, they actually reduced their triglycerides and they increased their HDL, cholesterol, the good cholesterol.
1: Compared to their pre-holiday? Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, and I, I this is That's why. That's awesome. Yeah. This is why I love intermittent fasting. I do, and it's not about cutting calories or not eating. You're just talking about fasting for a certain time period and then eating, you know, balanced, healthy meals, getting all your nutrients in, and some holiday treats.
1: Yeah. It's amazing how, I think because we often focus on the, or or at least in today's episode, we're talking a lot about, like, the calorie load and and Mm -hmm. the weight gain or lack thereof but also not not to forget that sometimes adding in those healthy foods like we just said but also you know making sure that we have windows where we're not eating or drinking anything and that those are not just the windows when we're sleeping gives your body a chance
0: to reset reset. metabolically and it needs it
1: and that's really healthy for like every system in our body
0: yeah yeah if anything else, make sure you go 12 hours. You know, I try to have a 12-hour fast minimum. Yes. Um, which is a lot more doable um, than 16 or whatever fasting method you choose. But um, this is what I'm really going to try to maintain this holiday season.
1: I like it, Yeah, Me too. All right.
0: Okay, number six.
1: Plan the days when you won't drink. So... I find it helpful to say, like, okay, these are the days this week coming up based on all the different, you know, activities, festivities, et cetera, to say these are the days where there will be no alcohol consumed by me at all. And that if that's a method that works well for me because that way if someone's like, oh, hey, do you want to go, like, you know, grab a drink before we, you know, go over to X, Y, and Z or before you go home Those and make dinner, to. right? Yeah. I'd be like, you know – Maybe not today, but maybe tomorrow. Or, yes, I'll go and I'll just, you know, get a water or a mocktail or whatever. Anyway, we talk a lot about how and about how alcohol can lower your inhibitions. And so you're... Well, you have the
0: calories from the alcohol, but then... Exactly. Yeah. So but, you
1: have the calories from the alcohol, but then also because you've had a cocktail or a glass of wine or whatever... You might be like, uh let's skip that tape ladder. Let's go straight to the baked brie Oh yeah. instead and just, you know, I'm going to stand over here and eat, you know, eat it and nothing yeah. else.
0: But the real reason we're saying planned days where you won't drink isn't necessarily or isn't totally about the calories and susceptibility to eat, you know, overeat. overeat. It's more about sleep disruptions. And it's more about making sure you have two to three, maybe four nights a week where you don't have alcohol and you get a really good night of sleep, good quality, that deep sleep that you need, because that is so, so important. Really, it sleeps at the root of everything, Um, mental health wise, stress wise. But also, you know, when you don't get a good night of sleep, it's, really really hard to make good food choices the next day
1: exactly and there's research around that too Mm -hmm. but it just that solid night of sleep makes a big difference when it comes to managing your stress being productive making good being patient with your kids oh gosh yeah i mean that alone is the main reason (laughs) that i i need those dry days
0: yeah okay last one and I think this, this this is a little cheesy, but I, I like it. And I like the sentiment. Yeah. Remember that holiday gatherings are about more than just the food. Yes. And it can be hard to remember that. But it can be, yeah. Yeah. So going into holiday meals, holiday family gatherings, that type of thing, um, identify a deeper purpose for the gathering like, and for you, you don't necessarily for, have to sit down no, and tell everybody No, we're not saying this. identify it for the group. No, right. for you internally, are you wanting to connect and catch up? Or are you, you know, wanting to show gratitude? Or are you, you know... Are you thankful for that,
1: you know, time that you get to spend with your kids because they're out of school and there isn't the rigmarole of, like, sports and homework? and Yeah. And somebody else might be making the meal.
0: Yeah. So attaching something a little bit bigger or deeper um, to events that also have all the holiday foods can help a little when it comes to more of the mindless eating.
1: Yeah, and just yeah, reframe your approach to that gathering.
0: Definitely. So our goal was to alleviate some of the stress, some of the weight that – people feel during the month of December from just the holiday dishes and cookies and treats being everywhere around us yes exactly yeah so I'm hoping we did that but I think the bottom line is you know go easy on yourself and take care of yourself with the sleep and the activity and you know those key things that you know you need um on an everyday basis but even more so right now and if you end up
1: doing none of the take care of yourself things and indulge in all the things, chances of you really packing on a lot of pounds is actually quite low. Yes.
0: Very, very low. So you have that. Yeah. About four times less than what you're probably imagining. Exactly.
1: But at the end of the day, do take care of yourself. Go easy on yourself. And But indulge in those things you love. Exactly.